Welcome to the Antioch Word, a podcast for the Antioch College community. My name is Mary Evans, and I'm the 2018 Miller Fellow for WYSO. I'm interested in finding common threads that unite diverse communities. And today we'll look at how music can combine intersectionality, activism, and community building. Issa Walker is a graduate of Central State University with a biology degree. He got a master's in public health from Wright State University, and he's a nationally recognized local rap artist based here in Yellow Springs. I spoke to Issa here at the WISO studios about social justice and how his music builds community in a diverse atmosphere. Yo, my name is Issa Ali, born in Dayton, Ohio. You know what I'm saying? Represent Yellow Springs, Ohio all day. I kind of like social conscious rap, empowering rap, and that's kind of like what you've been labeled yeah. as. So like, um, I think a lot of people um, don't realize like what social conscious rap or what empowering rap is. So could you kind of like define it, like what it means to you? I don't even know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's something funny. that was put on me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't really like being labeled necessarily. I just go off of what I feel is right, you know what I'm saying, at the moment. Um, but I, I, what I think that they mean is being somebody that's being socially conscious and that has a positive aim to their music and uh, I guess what's being expressed in their music is reflective of the times uh, when it comes to that yeah. so I'm assuming that's what that means but uh, as far as me as an artist I'm, I have a wide range of things I do you know I love, but you know, yeah, for the most part, my music does have a positive aim. I feel like that's the purpose of music is to bring people together, shine light on issues, uh, make people think, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, and but also, I also think there's a purpose of music um, that is people having a good time and not thinking. You right. know, there's two sides of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I like to attack that angle too. It sometimes. Yeah. So how did you come to find like a musical community within Yellow Springs? Um, it, you know, it's just something that I love to do. And I guess people just started, you know, supporting because they saw that I was passionate about it. Right. So, you know, me being passionate and then, you know, me, when I first started doing it, I came in with a group called Village Fam, which was a couple, like four other members from Yellow Springs, um, hip hop. And, you know, we got a lot of support because of the shows we were doing. Um, the draw we were becoming, you know, we started to be, you know, a lot of people started coming to the shows, everybody's having a good time, the word, more and more word got out, and then boom, and you know, it became a movement here. Right. And then, like, so how do you incorporate the musical community that you've built with Village Fam and other people that you've collaborated with since then? How do you incorporate that musical community um, that was built here and kind of, like, put it in other musical communities so that it's, like, accepted in other musical communities as well? I don't know if I would actually try to do that. It's just more so if they rock with it, they rock with it. You know what I'm saying? I don't really try to be accepted by any community or anything, you know. I make music that I feel like is dope to me, and I feel like people that are like me will like the music. So no matter what community they're, they're from, what place they're from, you know, if they like it, they like it. 
And, you know, it is what it is. So Okay. I'm going to quote you. You said, hip-hop was a soundtrack Uh-oh. to me, realizing, that real- re- realizing the reality of white privilege. Do you think that even with all the commercialized hip-hop and all the mumble-mouth rapping of hip-hop, do you still feel like hip-hop is still a soundtrack that is helping you to still realize um, the oppression of white privilege? I can't even remember saying that quote, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> but uh okay so let me break this down um for one i feel like music is universal it brings people together you know i almost don't even like bringing race into hip-hop or music in general even though yes it's, it comes from a black culture and it should be respected as such but at the same time you know music doesn't have a color it doesn't have you know is to me music is connects us all on a deeper level beyond the physical it's cosmic. You can't touch it. You can't see it, but you can feel it. So I guess my main aim with it all is to bring people together, regardless of race, regardless of whatever you come from. You know what I'm saying? Um, are there issues, uh, stereotypical issues as far as images in the mainstream and when it comes to hip hop and all that? Sure. Um, is that a problem? Yeah. But at the same time, that is a part of the culture too. So I guess my only issue is, you know, the mainstream, the powers that be, um, only display at times one side of the culture. So I guess um, there could be a better job of letting mainstream America see the full spectrum of the black culture and and hip hop uh, in general, so. You're listening to the Antioch Word. I'm Mary Evans, and today we're hearing my conversation with Issa Walker, who performs rap music as Issa Ali. Next, Issa talks about his views on prisons, collaborations, and what we can expect from Issa Ali in the years to come. You got a degree in biology at Central State University, mm-hmm. and you got a master's in public health at Wright State University, mm-hmm. in hopes to like be a doctor. Like, is that still something that you hope to become? Like, are you wanting to still pursue your medical career? If I do, it'll be down the line. You know. Um I feel like I'll be able to um, wrap all of the things together into one movement as far as like health, being health conscious, educated, and the culture of hip-hop. I feel like having those things uh, definitely strengthens me and gives me a broader appeal and more respect amongst, I guess, higher-ranking society, you know? So, yeah, you know, when it comes to that type of thing, it's definitely good. Um, but, yeah, I, I plan on definitely incorporating that those things with my music in the future i just think you like coming into your music career with an astounding educational background like you have um speaks volumes for the person you are and the type of music and stuff that you represent um so you went on sway in the morning of course everyone knows that we've seen it Mm -hmm. all on youtube and the thousand articles that they did Mm -hmm. weekly on you about that but like (laughs) you said a line that like really resonates with me because of the culture that i came from and like Mm -hmm. um just like a perspective, it kind of gave me a different lens. You said, look through the prism, look into the prisons, human slave system, human race conditions. Mm-hmm. And like that, that moment when I like heard you say that, I was like, okay, so like he's aware and he's awake. Like, mm-hmm. so like what is your perception and perspective on prisons? Well, there's a huge, there are huge disparities uh, when it comes to prisons as far as racial disparities. I mean, you know, I mean, we all know these these stats don't, numbers don't lie, you know what I'm saying? So the fact that, what, black people make up, what, 11% of the population, yet almost, what, 40% of the prisons or something like that? That's, like, ludicrous. When um, it's proven that white people and black people, you know, pretty much um, commit 
certain crime, there's like way more white people in America and way less white people in prison, you know, uh, when it comes to per capita. So um, there's a problem there, you know, we're, we're being targeted. So that was one line that I, I feel it was important to say while I was on that platform that day. So, yeah, you know, the, the prison system needs work. It's always needed work, you know. It was never, it wasn't even made to be equal. It was made exactly. to be the way it is now. Yeah. So it's not like it needs fixed. It just needs to be a new system. Have you ever thought maybe of, like, taking your story and, like, your attributes and um, your uplifting, like, rap music and just your music as a whole and, like, maybe trying to go inside a prison? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I've already done that. Oh, did you? Yeah, I performed a few times with this group called, with this choir named the World House Choir. Shout out to Kathy Roma. She gave me the opportunity to do that. But, uh, yeah, it's been uh, two, at least two or three times that I performed in prisons, and that was an amazing experience. That was, like, actually probably my favorite experience performing in general because it was, like, they were so thankful and just so great. Like, the energy was, like, amazing. And, you know, you, you never know how you impact somebody you know, and you never know what type of energy you can get, you know, yeah. performing in certain places. So that was an amazing experience, man. And I'm just very thankful that I was blessed with the opportunity to do that. So as like one of my new like favorite rappers, which you are, because I think what you say is kind of like um, informative and very pivotal to like some things that I've been through. So like, how do you choose like what music you listen to and kind of like... Um, can you, like, take us through that process of kind of, like, how you decide, like, okay, this is the music for me? Well, you know, I grew up listening to very old school music. So, and back then, like, the like late 60s, early 70s music, like, that's the music that my parents uh, basically were listening to when I was growing up. So that's all I listened to because my parents are very old school. <laughs> I didn't really hear about rap till I was, like, you know, later in, later in my childhood. But, uh, so, but back then, that music was, like... Yo, like, the vibe and the feeling of it was, like, so intense. Like, you can feel the pain of that era. You can feel the soul. You can really feel it. Like, it was just crazy. Like, New Birth, Sam Cooke, like, all them all them guys, like, Otis Redding. Like, you can just feel. There's a certain vibe, certain feeling. So I guess that same feeling is what I look for in the music that I play. Like, whatever I like, it has to have, it has to give me a feeling. It has to bring out something inside of me. It doesn't have to be the most lyrical. It doesn't have to be the most whatever, hype or whatever. I'm attracted to the vibe that I feel. Like I said, it's a privilege and an honor to have you in here because, you know, when you take off, you know, I can look back and be like, yeah, I did an interview with hey, him. Hey, man, like, you going to take hey, off too? What you, you mean, know? man? You know you take taking <laughs> off. You taking off. It's really That's why we're here. Yeah. You just did an event at the Wellness Center and got to meet someone very special. Like, yeah. Tell us about that. Yeah, I did. Tamika Mallory, she's the president of the Women's March. And that was that was a dope event. You know, I, I got to perform with the World House Choir there, and, and she spoke there. It was a, a commemoration for Coretta Scott King, so it was dope. Yeah. yeah. She just won that BET Shine a Light Shine Award, a light so like away, that's yeah. like, you know, I said, yeah, like superstars she, over here on this campus. She's Lydia. Yeah, yeah she's very, um, she said some very poignant things. I, I really like... Um, I really like how she is like a woman first, like an African-American, like represents that culture first and then yeah. like delves in and like kind of like wraps her arms around everyone else. And like, hey, let's yeah. 
let's do this together. But I like that it's kind of like being highlighted by an African-American woman because you really don't have that many African-American women. You do have doing important things, but not really being highlighted about them. So, you know, it always makes me feel good as a black woman to see another black woman get an accolade and like, you know, shoot for the stars. Yeah, definitely. I really thank you for stopping by and kind of like letting us in um, your life and kind of like telling us like, why music's important to you and kind of like how you build community. Um, yeah, what can we you. expect from you in like the next five years? Like what's, what do you think's about to happen? <sighs> Speak it into the existence and you said it first years, right here on the Antioch Word. Next five years. Um, the next five years, what can you expect from me, Isa Ali? What you can expect from me, Isa Ali, is more Isa Ali. Brilliant. All right, thank you, Issa, for stopping by, and um, can't wait to hear your new music. All right, peace. Thank you. That was Issa Walker, a.k.a. Issa Ali, speaking with me, Mary Evans, the 2018 Miller Fellow at WISO Studios on the Antioch Word. You can find more episodes of our podcast at WISO.org, on NPR One, or subscribe on Apple Podcasts.